Why Damien Hurst is underrated as fuck. Okay. Let me just set the stage for you, okay? It's fucking Liverpool or some shit. Like, this motherfucker came from where the Beatles came from, okay? It is dreary, okay? It's where Banksy now paints his fucking, you know, paintings to make commentaries on just how dreary it is. Damien Hurst came from nothing. Maybe he played up his kind of sob story. Maybe he was more privileged than he lets on. But I've seen an interview with his mom and he had a tough childhood, okay? From that tough childhood, he became perhaps the biggest, most audacious art troller the world's ever seen. Second only really to Jeff Koons, who I'll discuss in a future episode. Okay, so Damien Hurst. The problem with Damien Hurst is that the first thing he ever did was the dopest thing he ever did, which is he staged this group show called Freeze, F-R-E-E-Z-E, um, and he kind of put it all together. He he got all his kind of contemporaries, Tracy Eamon, Angus Fairhurst, etc., etc., and he, he actually went down and he rented like jalopy and got the fucking warehouse space and he rented it and he got all of it together and he assembled the boys and he was kind of the alpha of the situation. And it fucking paid off big time. Because when Charles Saatchi, the, uh, the advertising magnate who had just had an acrimonious divorce with uh, his brother with whom he had started the, uh, you know ad agency Saatchi and Saatchi um and by the way that's hilarious foreshadowing foreshadowing of what's to come because a key part of uh Damien's career is that he and Charles Saatchi have yet another acrimonious divorce anyway when Charles Saatchi walks into Freeze and sees what's going on and sees that it's this young guy Damien Hurst this young goldsmith's grad who's fresh out of art school and he's put together he's not only kind of had the social uh, skills and charismatic authority to put together um like fucking a group of young artists but he actually has the logistical and sheer uh Nietzschean will to power to actually rent the fucking building and get the fucking permit so Charles Saatchi is basically floored by this young dude and basically sees when Charles Saatchi fully understands the depth of Damien's ambition, uh, you know, this is just my theory, but I believe that Charles Saatchi began to see Damien as a son. Um, because from that point on, uh, Charles Saatchi was Damien's main supporter. Saatchi was an advertising guy. All his contacts were in advertising. He used his advertising contacts to inflate the value of Damien's work. Is it insider trading? Um, yes. However, is it illegal? Fuck to the hell no, motherfuckers. Because art, gloriously, is an unregulated market. How is that even possible? I don't know, but it fucking is. There's no SEC for the art market. So we got Charles Saatchi and Damien Hurst in the early 90s. And they're also branding geniuses. They come up with the name YBAs, Young British Artists, to describe the group of artists that originated at Damien's quote-unquote seminal group show, Freeze, um, at that warehouse in London. So Charles Saatchi basically 
champions the YBAs, and Damien Hurst is like the frontman of the YBAs. And through Charles Saatchi's media manipulations, Damien Hurst's uh, career experiences arise so stratospheric, so Icarus-like, the schadenfreude is just begging to happen. You know, I mean, it's just like obvious. It's like, he, he, he was so exalted, so altered, exalted, that obviously he would be humbled. The real truth of the world, guys, is that all who humble themselves will be exalted, and all those exalt them, who exalt themselves will be humbled. And Damien Hurst did not heed that very symbolical, biblical piece of advice. He exalted the living fuck out of himself, and what do you know, Saatchi didn't like it. So, in a kind of unheard of art century move... Charles Saatchi had a falling out with Damien Hurst. Over what? Who knows? Maybe Damien sold him some bad coke. You know what I mean? LOL. Like, something really stupid. Because the fucking, you know, lower the stakes, the higher the acrimony. Anyway, they had a falling out. Saatchi's, in his kind of rep, rep, old man, kind of Daniel Plainview, uh, retributive mindset, uh, was going to flood the market flood the Damien Hirst market of artworks, sell everything he had at a loss, and basically force Damien's career to be over forever because um, there would be a shitload of Hearst markets on Hearst works on the market and they would all be worth not a lot. So now here comes a plot twist and here's why Damien Hirst is a bit of an art god. Because he's also a bit of a business god. Shrewd, 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 wily young Damien went ahead and negotiated with his own enemy. Keep your enemies closer, guys, because Damien knows how to fucking do it. Shrewd, shrewd Damien negotiated with Saatchi to buy his own artworks back at a value that was, like, pretty high. So even though Damien lost in the short term, in that he gave Saatchi a bunch of money for works he already made. He actually hugely won in the medium term, which was he maintained the value of the, all of the works in his market. And now this is all going to culminate, guys, in a truly, truly dramatic scene in uh, 2008, which will have to be saved for the uh, fucking uh, next episode because I'm about to smoke another spliff, but... Uh, I hope you now see that Damien Hurst has not one, not two, but a goddamn million tricks up that motherfucker's sleeve. Is he God level? I don't know, but he's close.